Is that the same robe you got me? Kelly. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. You're listening to the My Lips Aren't Sealed podcast. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome to another episode of My Lips Aren't Sealed. I'm your host, Kimberly Cobb, from season one and two of TLC's I Love a Mama's Boy, available on Discovery+. Plus. Thank you so, so, so much for joining me today. In my podcast, as you know, if you've listened before, I tell stories from my own wild personal life, give away my beauty secrets, in product recommendations, talk about my current faves in pop culture and social media influencing, and more. I release one new podcast episode a week, and I'm always up for suggestions. So if there is something that you want me to talk about, just feel free to slide on into my DMs and let me know. And before I begin, are you listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts? If so, Make sure to click that follow button so you can get notified when new episodes come out. And big news, guys, Spotify came out with a rating system. I'm not sure if you have noticed or not, but if you could also rate me five stars, if you have been loving listening, that would mean the world to me. Uh, And I would just really, really appreciate it. It only takes about five seconds and it would just help me out a ton. And if you're watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button. Give me a little thumbs up if you've enjoyed the podcast and feel free to leave a comment. But let's only leave nice comments right now. I can't emotionally handle any more negativity. So nice comments only, Uh, you know, a month or two, go at it, go crazy. But I can't handle any hate right now. So, um... But for real, guys, creating this podcast wouldn't mean a thing if I didn't have you listening and your support does mean the world to me. So thank you so, so much. Can I say so one more time? (laughs) With all that said, let's get started with highlights and lowlights. Highlights and lowlights. All right. So starting out with highlights. This week has been so busy. Oh my gosh. So I have a few good things that have happened this week, which I'm going to share with you now. So highlight number one, guys, I got my teeth professionally whitened. Holy cow. That was not an easy experience. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Getting your teeth professionally whitened is not for the weak. And I am weak. I can't do it. Um, No, but for real, the process was challenging. They do, um, you know, put like a little mouthpiece in your mouth to keep it open. And that clamps down your tongue. And if you're like me, I have like a really bad gag reflex. And so not even like in like a hot way. Like I just genuinely like... It was very uncomfortable. So they ended up switching out my um, mouthpiece to make me a little more comfortable. Um, But in doing so, my tongue ended up hitting the bleach during the process. And so it burned quite a bit. Um, And then, yeah, just like the process itself, you know, sitting under the the light while the process happens, it can be kind of painful. I'm not going to lie, but 
it was so worth it. My teeth look amazing. That's why this is a highlight. Um, I had the opportunity to partner with a local orthodontist, like dental spa. They reached out to me about doing this process and I'm so happy I did. Um, they were so sweet. They knew all about the show. And so they had like questions, but the, uh, it's called the Hills Dental Spa. If you are in Austin, Texas, I definitely recommend checking them out. This part is like not sponsored at all. At all. I'm not required to, to talk about them in the podcast. I just genuinely had such a good time. And even though the whitening experience was uncomfortable at times, they made sure that I was comfortable and they're all just so, so sweet. So definitely a highlight. I feel really good. Um, also, I got... Botox today. I feel like a brand new woman. I'm like emerging and becoming myself again. Uh, but I'll talk about that later on in this episode. Uh, another highlight for me is that I have a date this week, I think. So like he asked me out last week. We've been talking for a while. Um, nothing like too serious, but just texting and he's pretty cute. Um, super nice and like kind of dorky, but like in a cute way way I hope we'll see how that translates in person but he asked me out last week and he hasn't texted me like over the weekend at all um, I'm recording this on Monday but I'm sure he will so if he does he already picked the restaurants we're going out to sushi and I told him I'm like hey like I have a basic bitch taste uh taste buds like I don't do anything like crazy uh probably just like a shrimp tempura roll or something but I think it's cute. He already picked the restaurant and um, I'll let you guys know how it goes if it ends up happening. But it's nice to feel excited about that again because I've just been like not really vibing with anybody specifically lately. I have guys that like I'm talking to or that are interested in me, but it's just like, I don't know. I have pretty high standards for who I'm looking for to date next um, in terms of like how they treat me and how they treat others and make like I definitely want to be physically attracted to them and have things in common so I feel I'm keeping my options a little limited but I also don't think that's a bad thing so if you are also getting back out in the dating world um, keep your standards high like know what you want and don't cut yourself short I definitely did that before with past relationships and you just shouldn't do that. You should, you know, you know your own self-worth. So that's highlight number two. We'll see how the date goes. I really have like no expectations going into it. I just want to have a good time. So I'll let you guys know how it goes. The last highlight, um, that hasn't happened just yet. Guys, Danielle is coming into town this weekend. Uh, if you have listened to my previous podcast episodes, you know that Danielle, I have two friends named Danielle. One lives in Austin and one is my childhood friend who lives in Florida. And she was supposed to visit me last month. Then she got COVID and I didn't really think she was going to reschedule as soon as she did just because her life is so busy and she was able to reschedule already. So she's coming into town on Friday. I have a whole itinerary plan, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm very, very excited. I haven't seen her in almost, eh, I wouldn't say almost a year, but I think it was last summer. So it's been a while and I'm just really, really excited to 
see a familiar face, show off my awesome city, show her a good time, and just like get that really much needed best friend bonding time in. So very excited for that. Uh, and as for lowlights, so I don't have any really specific lowlights, but the weather here has been kind of like gray and gloomy and it's also my time of the month coming up. So I've just been like overall just kind of moody and feeling down. And I've noticed lately, you know, with dating apps and with like social media and everything, I've been trying to get a lot of validation from those, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not from those platforms, but like if I don't get like any likes on my dating apps or if I don't get like a ton of likes on my Instagram posts or things like that, like it's really been weighing on me. And so I've been doing some self-reflection. Like I know, and I've preached this before, I know that I need to be happy and confident with myself and I need to get happiness from within. That happiness doesn't come from an app. It doesn't come from a guy. It doesn't come from, you know, a friend or any a total of likes, anything like that. So I've been trying to do that self-reflection, but um, it's still hard to, you know, when it's like late at night and I'm all alone, I'm with Louie or my, and my sister's gone or um, my sister's my roommate. So, you know, it's nice having her here, but there are times in this past week, especially where I've just been feeling like in a really negative headspace and I've hated it. So I've been like crying and just emotional, but I don't think it's a bad thing to like cry and really sit with those emotions. So of course, like I am not saying like be depressed, you know, sit around for like weeks on end and like don't get help if you need help or don't talk to somebody. But if you are feeling sad, like sit with those emotions, like try to understand why you're feeling that way and how you can kind of prevent those feelings from returning. So I'll talk about that a little bit later as well, just about how to like get yourself out of that negative mindset and feel better about yourself when you are feeling down. But this past week definitely gave me a lot of time for reflection. And I've just noticed that I have a lot of growth that I need to do internally and a lot of healing that needs to happen in order for me to open my heart back up. I mean, I, I've i gone through some pretty traumatic things and won't go into too much detail, but I... I'm just really excited for the day when I am ready to like fully open myself back up romantically to somebody and where I do feel 100% confident with who I am and happy with my life and where I'm at. That said, I am so grateful for where I'm at in my life. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm so proud of myself for the growth I've done and all the things that um, I've accomplished so far, despite my obstacles, but you know, there are still those moments when I do feel down and I've, you know, I start comparing myself or comparing myself to others or even comparing myself to my past self. I don't know if you've done that before too, but even like with like my weight or my figure and why well, I used to look like this. And then, it, you know, I was 22, like, I'm not going to look like that anymore. And maybe I could one day, but I don't know, just probably rambling now, but 
That is my low light. Just overall being in a negative headspace this past week and I'm very focused on shifting that mindset. Looking forward to my friend coming. I have a lot of other exciting things coming up. So yeah, that's my little, my little low light. Before I jump into pop culture and current faves, I want to continue raising awareness for the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Domestic violence, dating abuse, or relationship abuse is a pattern of behaviors used by one partner to maintain power and control over another in an intimate relationship. Domestic violence doesn't discriminate people of any race, age, gender, sexuality, religion, education level, or economic status can be a victim or a perpetrator of domestic violence. That includes behaviors that physically harm, intimidate, manipulate, or control a partner, or otherwise force them to behave in ways they don't want to, including through physical violence, threats, emotional abuse, or financial control. If you or someone you know are being abused, you can call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233 to speak with an expert advocate. Okay, and now let's shift on into pop culture and current faves. Oh my god, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Gee, thanks. Just got it. I see it. I like it. I want it. So let's start off with pop culture. Of course, you know I have to have my euphoria tidbit for a hot sec. I swear this is just going to turn into a euphoria uh, fan theory podcast. Uh, no, but I just finished like literally five minutes before recording this. Just finished watching the newest episode of Euphoria. Side note, I, I don't know if I'm alone here, but I love that we all have to watch the episode live for the first time together. It's like, I don't know, it's something we can all look forward to uh, every week and you know, we can't all just binge watch it on our own. And it's been pretty fun to, I don't know, join the conversation on Twitter and talk to other people and see their memes and stuff. I just, I love that stuff. So let's dive into a little breakdown, my reactions to this most recent episode. If you haven't watched it already, feel free to fast forward for the next few minutes or minutes. Uh, I won't be talking too much about this, but I don't want to spoil anything. But in this most recent episode, Lexi finally has her play and a lot happens. A lot goes down in this episode. One of the things that stood, stood out to me the most was, of course, the grand finale of the play where... Nate gets humiliated in front of everybody and there's this over-the-top exaggerated dance performance, you know, um, really making fun of Nate for being gay or, you know, questioning his sexuality. It's a very over-the-top scene. If you haven't seen it, uh, definitely recommend watching Euphoria in general, but this episode, I mean, it was like pretty shocking. I loved that Maddie got to see Nate get humiliated in front of everybody because he is just like a really fucked up person and has done so much emotional and physical harm to her that he kind of deserves it in a way. But at the same time, I empathized with Nate, you know, even though he is a piece of crap, you know, I know some people who have 
struggled the same way he has and they have also had extreme anger issues because of it. So just like the overall reaction was like, yeah, Nate deserved it, but I don't think you should ever make fun of a person's sexuality, no matter how horrible they are. I'm all for making fun of how horrible people are. If somebody's a really bad person, they should be called out for that, but they shouldn't be made fun of for their sexuality. So that was kind of my take on that. It was definitely like an emotional scene for myself to watch. Uh, another little tidbit from the show. I did not like how Cassie looked so much like Maddie, you know, her hair, her clothes. And it makes you wonder, you know, did Nate make her dress that way? Uh, but it just didn't look like Cassie and I didn't like it. And I love Sydney Sweeney, you know, the actress herself. I've talked about it before. I'm literally obsessed with her, but yeah, I'm feeling kind of off about the Cassie character now. She definitely, uh, I don't know, oh, just rubs me the wrong way. And such a cliffhanger that the episode ended on. What's going to happen to Fez? Um, I love Fez. I love his character. I think he's one of the most relatable and not in the sense that we're all drug dealers, but he's just very down to earth. Um, I really like the relationship he has with Lexi. And he was so cute with his button up and his roses for her. And you could tell Lexi was so hurt that he wasn't there at the show, at the play. And so, oh, I'm just so nervous. I don't want anything to happen to him, but I have a feeling it will. Because I heard, and this may or may not be true, but I heard that they were supposed to kill Fez off in the first season. But the fans loved him so much and they kept him around. That's why I'm wondering if they're going to kill him off now. Praying it doesn't happen, but you never know. Uh, another show that I've been watching is Love is Blind Season 2. So Season 1 really hooked me. I loved watching it. I loved the people on the show. Season 2, I watched the preview for it. And my first reaction was, oh my god, these people are so boring. Like they all looked boring. Every single one of them. Well, you know, my sister and my girlfriends, they're, they're watching the show. So I'm like, well, I have to watch it. You know, I can't not watch it. I can't be left out. So I'm having a hard time focusing on the show because it's just not that interesting to me. But, you know, I've, I'm a few episodes in. Um, and, of course, my opinion on, on the people might change a little bit. But if you're watching it, Shane, super obnoxious. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about him. At least he's very true to himself, but I definitely wouldn't want to end up with somebody like him. The next person is Shayna, the girl, and I got some bad vibes from her. I just watched the episode where she like leaves. I'll pause. If you haven't watched it, fast forward a little bit in this podcast. But I just watched the episode where she leaves Mexico and leaves Kyle. And as much as I'm like, oh, like that was like really shitty of her to like accept the um, engagement and then leave. I'm glad she left if she's not attracted to him. You could tell she wasn't attracted to him. But I saw my sister. She's a few episodes ahead, of course. So I saw that Shayna shows up at one point. So I know that that's not the end to it, but we'll see. The other couple um, are, I can't remember the girl's name right now, but Abhishek, they call him Shake or Shock. Um, and then his 
um, fiance. She's absolutely stunning. And he just gives me major Tom Haverford vibes. If you have watched Parks and Rec, you know what I'm talking about. But I don't know. I don't like his energy. And he just like doesn't deserve her. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, basically like this guy, he's, they're both Indian and he's like, I've only dated white girls. Like, and then he like meets, you know, his partner in person. He's like, Oh my God, you're actually so gorgeous. You're Indian. You're beautiful. And they seem to be hitting it off really well. Then all of a sudden, all the couples meet in person and now he's telling the guys like, Oh, I'm not sexually attracted to her. And I get that. You can't force physical attraction, but at least be straight up with her and don't be talking poorly about her to the other guys. And in my opinion, she's she's so stunning. Like if you're not watching it, Google it. Like she's so pretty. So I'm interested to see what ends up happening with these couples. I'm not really invested in any of them. I feel like it's a lot more forced than season one. So I don't know. We will see about that. Um, and then as for current faves, hmm, what are my current faves right now? I don't know. I've just been like, I don't, I don't really think my current fave right now is a tangible. My current fave is just like going on walks. That's like my favorite thing to do lately. Every single day I take Louie on like a nice walk around the pond by our apartment complex and it's just been a really nice time to clear my head, listen to some music, um, get some fresh air, and yeah, just kind of disconnect for a short period of time. And I've continued to do hot yoga and I'm just really proud of myself for sticking to that as well. So really trying to like keep myself in a positive mindset, focus on my mental health, and really prioritize that over anything else. Okay, and now let's head on into the main portion of today's podcast episode, which is cosmetic procedures and feeling pretty. I have gotten a few questions, you know, over the years about how I feel about cosmetic procedures, if I've gotten any cosmetic procedures done or surgeries or anything like that. And so I kind of wanted to do an episode where I spoke on those things because I think it's important to be very transparent about, you know, the things you've done to look the way you do or how you feel about certain things. And so I'm going to talk to you guys about that. Let's start out first with how I feel about cosmetic procedures. I have never really thought cosmetic procedures were a bad thing. I've always thought that women and men should get things done if they feel like it will give them more confidence or they want things. I don't think you should get cosmetic procedures done for somebody else. Like, honey, if you have a guy who's telling you you need to like get your lips done or Botox or whatever, if he's telling you to do something, hell no. But if it's something that you want to do for yourself, I am all for that. Now, I think there is a line that could be crossed. You know, there are those times, you know, the show is like botched and stuff like that where cosmetic procedures are so over the top. The lips are just like so huge and like 
there is like a limit where in my opinion it stops looking good but at the same time if you get your lips done quadruple the size that they are supposed to be and it makes you feel good then that's all that matters so that's kind of where i stand with it i think that natural beauty is like the best but i also think that if there are ways that you want to improve your appearance and improve your natural beauty then you can do those things and you should do those things kind of like a trending topic right now is preventative botox you'll see that a lot on tiktok if you haven't already but preventative botox some people say it's just a way for like cosmetic you know spas and stuff to make more money you know they're trying to appeal to people in their 20s and stuff like that uh, you know, trying to get more money, but preventative Botox is basically baby Botox in your forehead or any of the areas on your face where fine lines are already starting to appear and preventing those lines from becoming deep set starting at a young age. So full transparency, I have it. I feel very confident when my Botox is done I just got it done this morning. So I've only got today, I got Botox and it was only my third time getting it done. I went to uh, Viva Day Spa at the Domain in Austin and they did an incredible job. It's like a very relaxing environment. Uh, my injector was super professional, super sweet. Um, yeah, just like overall the experience has always been really good for me. I first got it done because I just noticed that like I was getting those fine lines on my forehead and I wasn't feeling pretty. I just looked tired and I wanted to get Botox to kind of like raise my eyebrows up a little bit, give me, you know, some, bring some life back to my face. And I kid you not, I have never felt more confident than after that first time I got Botox done. And it's like a really good feeling. So again, not over the top. You don't need to get Botox once a month or anything. Like you don't need to overdo it and make it look like, you know, your Spock from Star Trek. But, you know, a little bit of Botox can go a long way. And in, in my opinion, when it comes to like my own appearance, maybe Botox doesn't work for you or maybe you don't need that just yet. That's okay. Um, so I've gotten Botox done three times. This morning was my third time. Um, I'm very happy and excited for the results to set in. Hopefully, I'm praying that they set in before Danielle gets here on Friday. Uh, but I'm just feeling really good. Uh, another cosmetic procedure that I've gotten done are my lips. I have the tiniest lips in the world. So does my sister. We just were not blessed with full, luscious lips. And so in... The beginning of 2021, I got my lips done for the first time and only time. So I've only gotten them done once. They look fine. Like part of me kind of wants to get them done again because I wish they were like a little bit fuller. But again, I don't want to overdo it. I'm not going to lie. Getting my lips done was super painful. Uh, your lips get swollen. You have to put an ice pack on. You can't really eat that well. Uh, and everybody's pain tolerance is different. I personally have a very low pain tolerance. And so 
it was a, a pretty mentally hard process for me to go through and my lips did bruise a little bit but again I was super happy with the results I felt very confident I felt very pretty and I'm tempted to get them done again but I don't know on the fence so if you ever feel like you are again speaking for myself when I was younger I would compare myself to like the girls in the magazines or girls that I would see on tv and looking back, it's like, well, they probably had work done too. You know, the older you get, you can make those decisions. And if you feel like you want to make those adjustments to your appearance and you can financially afford to do so, you should, you know, and I haven't been in a financial place to get any work done, to be honest. My Botox this morning was a partnership um, as well as an influencer. So I feel very like, blessed and lucky that I was able to get that done for free. Otherwise, you know, I'm just not in a financial place right now to be getting those things done. So that's kind of my synopsis of how I feel about cosmetic procedures and feeling pretty. Uh, when it comes to those cosmetic procedures, you know, it, it can help with your confidence a lot. Uh, yeah, that's my, that's my two cents on that. Now, if you have cosmetic procedures done, you have your lips, Botox, whatever, or maybe you don't, maybe you're all natural, you don't have any work done. Something I kind of want to talk about more in this episode is just that overall feeling of feeling pretty and finding that inner beauty in yourself without like the makeup, without you know, the, the injections and everything, you can still feel pretty and confident with yourself without any of it. Now, I'm not going to lie when I don't have makeup and eyebrows and hair done, everything, I look like a, uh, a little child. Uh, my eyelashes are blonde. Uh, my eyebrows are blonde. Um, my hair is just like a mess if I don't have it all put together perfectly. But there are certain things I do. You know, for example, I talked about earlier how I've just been feeling overall moody and down and just not really like in the best mindset. And so there are certain things that I do to really make myself feel pretty, even if one, I don't look pretty. Um, but more importantly, if I don't, if I don't already feel pretty, these are just things that I do to, you know, make myself feel that way. And these are basic things, but I just want to share them with you in case they kind of help you out. Number one, showering, taking a shower or taking a bath and really not in like a weird way, but like really enjoying the act of showering or the act of bathing and fully you know, kind of like treating it like a spa treatment, letting it steam up, maybe putting some eucalyptus in your shower or essential oils and relaxing music, doing that and just the process of physically cleaning your bro your body and making yourself like clean. I don't know how to describe that without sounding super fucking weird. Um, but yeah, for me... If I'm just feeling like icky and gross and not confident and not pretty, I will go and take a shower and nine out of 10 times, I will feel better when I get out of the shower. 
this past weekend, uh, Saturday, my sister and I, I, I talked about this on TikTok a little bit, but I went with my sister to a Bumble BFF meetup and my sister was meeting some girls there that are her age. She's a little bit older. I brought Louie and it's an outdoor event where everybody brings their dogs. So I go to the event and, uh, Louie was having like a really hard time. There was too many people, too many noises. And usually like I would never put him in a situation like this if he hadn't been in one before and like done well, he travels with me. We go to the airport. People try to pet him. You know, we go shopping. If you know, you know, (laughs) I take that dog everywhere. So I was really surprised that at this outdoor uh, entertainment space, you know, there's picnic tables and food trucks and stuff. He was having a really hard time. And I think it was because there were so many other dogs there. He doesn't really do that well with that many other dogs. So long story short, he's having a bad time. Um, therefore I'm having a bad time. I went to a taco truck and it took like 45 minutes just for my food to come out. When my food came out, it didn't taste good. There was like giant peppers in it. (laughs) It was just overall like a bad experience. So, but for the event, okay. So I go back to the picnic table. My sister's having a really good time. She's talking to these girls, getting to know them. And I'm not going to get in the way of that. Like I want her to socialize. So I brought Louie out to the car and we just kind of hung out until my sister was ready to go. And then she texted me and was like, Hey, where are you? I'm like, we're sitting at the car. Like Louie freaked out. It was just a bad experience. And I personally didn't really vibe with anybody in the group. They were all like fine, but I think I was more distracted with Louie and, um, they weren't really my like kind of people. And so that's fine. Like, I'm glad I was there for my sister. The reason I tell you this story is I had gotten, we went here maybe around like two or three o'clock and I got fully ready for this event. Um, I did my hair, my makeup, put on a cute outfit, fully ready to put on contacts. Like I was fully ready to go. By the time I got home, we had plans a few hours later to go out to the bars with some of our friends. And by the time I got home, I just felt emotionally drained after that whole situation. It was also very hot, um, you know, compared to the weather we've been experiencing lately. And I didn't feel good at like, I didn't feel good based on the social interactions that I did have with the people that I met. So when I got home, I did not feel pretty. I felt really down on myself and I don't know, another side note, I feel like some people are like, oh, well you're on TV or you have all these followers. And it's like, I, when I tell you guys that I truly care about you guys so much, I mean it. Like I do not have a lot of in real life friends. I have friends like my childhood friend. And then I have my very small literally a group of four people here that I spend time with, but I've kind of had like a hard time making girlfriends. And so I really do care about the community that I do have on social media. I'm not just saying that, you know, it really does mean a lot to me. So anyways, I didn't feel good when I got home. I just felt like 
nobody liked me and I was stressed, whatever. So guess what I did? I took a shower. I was fully ready for the, for going out that night. And I'm not going to lie. I don't get ready quickly. It takes me about two and a half hours to get ready. If I'm doing a full hair and makeup routine. And I knew that if I was going to go out that night with my current hair and makeup and dried out contact lenses, I was going to be in a bad mood. So I took a hot shower, a very long, hot shower, uh, took out my contacts, washed my face. And I felt like a new person after I got out. I really did. And I can't explain it. I just felt clean and better. Like I washed away all the negative energy that I had gathered throughout the day and I just felt better. So if you are feeling the same way, if you're ever feeling just like icky and gross um, or just not really good, just take a shower or take a bath. I don't have a bathtub, so I can't take baths, but I enjoy a good bath occasionally. You know, some bubbles, some music, candles. Oh, that sounds nice. Maybe my next apartment will have a bath. That would be awesome. Um, okay, so number two, it kind of goes hand in hand with number one with showering, but doing a hair mask. If you are a gal with long enough hair or a guy with long enough hair, or even if you have short hair, doing a hair mask and just treating yourself to some self-care feels so good. I go full out. I have my ugly shower cap. I put my hair mask in and the next day, it's just a nice little treat to yourself to have such nice and soft hair. So definitely recommend that. Number three is heading to the nail salon. Again, even if you're a guy, nail salons, getting a pedicure, you don't have to get nail polish if you don't want. But just the act of going and getting your nails done, I wouldn't say that manicures are necessarily relaxing and but they do make me feel pretty at the end. When I see, you know, my nails looking good, I do feel better about myself. Uh, and that said, I have not gotten my nails done in a very long time. I have contact lenses and I am absolutely terrified that I'm going to poke my eye out with long nails. So I just paint my regular nails and, um, but even just doing that feels really good. As for pedicures, that's when I can really just relax um, you know, I, I think if you're getting a pedicure, always upgrade so you can get like the sugar scrub or the hot towels or, you know, the massage, those extra things really do make you feel good about yourself and just make you feel relaxed. Um, now that I'm talking about it, I want to go get my nails done. Uh, Kim, you don't have money. Okay. I won't get my nails done, but you can always do that at home too. If you have like an at home, um, like even like putting your feet in a hot bowl of water, <laughs> like that's fine. It's not the same, but it helps. So big like overview is just like doing any sort of self-care that's going to make you feel good about yourself and make you feel clean and pretty. The next thing that makes me feel pretty, talked about this earlier, is walking outside getting that vitamin D, breathing in that fresh air, putting on some music or not putting on music, just whatever you really feel in the mood for. It just gives you a sense of freshness and 
I don't want to use the word rebirth because that's very dramatic, (laughs) but just walking, you know, especially if you do have a dog, it just makes you feel good about yourself just to get any form of, uh, athletic, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, activity in can definitely help with how you're feeling about yourself internally. Number five, um, is staying off of social media. I love social media. I have been influencing since 2019. I have learned so much. It's my job now. I love content. I love soaking in content. I love creating content. Um, all of it. But you do need to set those boundaries and know that when social media isn't a positive thing for you, that's when you should take a break. This past week, I found myself comparing myself to other girls on Instagram and oh, I wish my butt looked like that or oh, I wish I had her clothes. Um, even today, I commented on this girl's TikTok video and I was like, oh my God, I love your necklace. Where did you get it? Really beautiful gold necklace with like a moon and stars. And actually, let me see. I'm going to read her comment because I couldn't believe what I'm going to tell you. Okay. She said, where's the comments? Okay. So I had asked her where her necklace was from and she said the brand is moon and meadow and the style is crescent and star charmed layer necklace. If you're listening to this and you want to get me an early birthday present, you're more than welcome to send that to me. But, um, I looked it up and that necklace, I kid you not is five hundred dollars five hundred dollars again i don't want to just complain about money but even if i had a ton a ton of money i just have a really hard time spending money on certain things that really just to me aren't worth the amount of money that they're charging so in that moment today i was like dang like Oh, like I wish I had more money and could like afford to look like these girls or dress like these girls that I see. And then I reel it back in and I'm like, you know, why am I comparing myself? I have a place to live. I have a puppy who loves me. I have family who I'm close with again. I'm out of a bad relationship and doing my own thing now. So this like today, I just really haven't been spending time on social media. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, just know when you need to take a break, try to catch yourself in those moments of comparison and know when it's time just to, again, take a break, get off your phone, go for a walk, do some self-care, watch a, watch a TV show, watch euphoria. Though I don't think euphoria will necessarily put you in a good mindset, but it's a good distraction if you're feeling sad. Okay, the last tip that I have for feeling pretty or feeling good about yourself is probably one that most of you guys are going to be like, what? (laughs) How is that supposed to make me feel pretty? I'm just going to speak for myself. I feel pretty when I have a clean house. Kim, what are you talking about? What? Um... I do. I don't know how to describe it, but 
after I deep clean my house, I vacuum, I Windex, put all my dishes away, do laundry, put on a few candles, everything. The, the place is, you know, spotless and looking great. For some reason, that gives me a sense of relief. And similar to showering, you know, it just kind of feels like you're getting rid of negative energy and you're putting yourself in a nice, clean environment. Uh, and that just feels good to me. It makes, personally... Some people are not like that. Some people enjoy, um, you know, living in a messier space. I am not one of those people, but some people do find comfort in that. I, I know people like that. But for me, I do feel good when my place is clean, the candles are on, I'm showered, uh, all self-cared up and just feeling overall good about myself. Now I kind of want to talk about just for a hot sec about negative comments about, you know, cosmetic procedures you've gotten done or your appearance or just like that general theme. After being on TV, during being like while being on TV, I have gotten endless, 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 endless comments and DMs and messages and uh message requests and all these things, um, from people who make comments about my body. They make comments about, uh, my actual body or ask if I've gotten work done or why is your hair so long? Your hair looks bad. Have you gained weight? Are you pregnant? Your lips look bad. Why do you talk like that? There's just so many things, so many things. My initial reaction when I first started getting into that spotlight was to react and respond. Uh, and then I kind of shifted to like humor, like sharing memes and gifts that like kind of make fun of those comments. You know, people say, oh, you look pregnant. Like I would share like a gif of honey boo boo squeezing her belly. And I would just comment like, no, I just carry my weight in my stomach. Like that's normal. Now, you know, unless there's like something really extreme, I just don't react at all. People will always have something to say about something or someone. Sometimes you're that person that they choose to talk about, but there's nothing you can do to really change their opinion, no matter how you respond or react to them. So uh, yes, I've gotten my lips done. Uh, yes, I've gotten Botox. I dye my hair. I wear long extensions. Uh, I have a big butt. I don't know where it came from. Nobody in my family has a big butt. I really don't know where it came from. But those are things I can't change. Or they're things that I choose to do to my body because they make me feel good about how I look and they make me feel pretty and confident. So I just don't react. Um, unless it's somebody being truly horrendous, then I will sometimes put them in their place or call them out and you know share their... <laughs> their nasty comments on my Instagram story and call them out. But for the most part, you know, and if you're in a similar situation, if you've gotten comments about your appearance or, you know, people are trying to give you advice about what you should or shouldn't look like. No, don't react. Like don't even, they're not worth your breath. Swear to God. So that pretty much wraps up today's episode. This episode was a little shorter than my past episodes, but I just kind of wanted to, you know, have a chiller episode, talk about, you know, those things that have been going on in my life lately, the things that I 
have been loving, you know, uh, pop culture, all that stuff. And yeah, just kind of talking to you guys about cosmetic procedures and feeling pretty and what I do to really combat those haters. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. In next week's episode, I am going to fill you guys in on Danielle coming into town. Again, that's my childhood best friend. We met when we were 14 in middle school and we still are close to this day, even if we don't see each other for long periods of time. And I'm so excited for everything that I have planned for her in Austin. We are going to have such a good time. And next week's episode, I will also be talking about setting boundaries in relationships, both personal and romantic, and talking about things that I've been doing just to find myself again after the past couple of crazy years I've had. I definitely lost a part of my independence and who I am, and I've been putting a lot of work into doing things that help me discover who I am again. So it's going to be kind of a more serious episode, but it's stuff that I've really been wanting to talk about. And I'm so excited to share all of those thoughts with you guys. I think you're going to really enjoy next week's episode. Wait, you guys, I think I just manifested that into the universe. That guy that I have a date with just texted me. You know how I said at the beginning of this episode, he hasn't talked to me at all this weekend, which is totally fine, but he just texted me. Oh, cute. Okay. Okay. Anyways, that kind of put a smile on my face. Ending this podcast on a good note. Don't know if he's going to be my soulmate, but just, it feels nice to be, uh, sought after, (laughs) I guess you could say. Uh, But yes, that pretty much wraps up this week's episode. I really hope you enjoyed listening. I love making these podcast episodes for you all. I've really enjoyed just this whole process. So if you have any questions about things that I did talk about during this week's episode, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Kimberly Cobb. I'll be sharing new podcast episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. And if you have enjoyed listening, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button and rate me. Please rate me five stars on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you feel inclined to rate me less than five stars, please don't. Just don't listen ever again and we'll just call it a day. Come on. No need to, no need to give me bad ratings. I can't handle that emotionally. Um, if you want to be a part of the conversation, join me on social media by using the hashtag hashtag my lips aren't sealed podcast and feel free to tag me as well, which on Instagram is at my lips aren't sealed podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you guys all have a wonderful week ahead of you and we will catch up more next week.